0: Hey, David. Yo. So, have you ever done something and you're like, oh, this doesn't fit right. And you're like trying to like screw around with trying to make your piece of technology work, but it just doesn't work.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about pants.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you are the kind of person to put on pants backwards. Yes. So, I'm playing my Oculus, right? hmm Playing with some friends. We're playing some mini golf. And every time I put down my head... The screen turns black, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why is this this happening? Well, it turns out that the accessory kit I bought off Amazon, which is unofficial parts, the Oculus 2, the headset strap, I didn't adjust the top of it properly, so it was sitting too high on my head. So every single time I moved forward, the gyroscope would kick off, turning it into, like, off mode. It was embarrassing
1: so what you're saying is that um you were unable to i don't i don't even know what i'm trying to say
0: i mean the there was no instructions it just said like there was instructions to clip it onto the side but it didn't give you instructions on like where to place the halo band on the back of your head
1: okay hold up though i thought you were a man
0: Oh, I, I didn't need instructions for that All
1: part. men don't need instructions to make things work; it's no. in our DNA.
0: <laughs> Do you know what else we don't need instructions for?
1: <laughs> What's that?
0: This episode of the Scene on Screen podcast.
1: Hey,
0: whether it's your favorite tabletop adventure, movie, or video game, we've got you covered. Welcome to the Scene on Screen podcast with your hosts Sean and David. Friends, welcome back to another episode of the Seen On Screen Podcast. Of course, you've got me, Sean, and David. David, how the hell are you?
1: They've got me, the fluffy, cute friend that everyone wants.
0: The fluffy, cute friend that everybody... It's like when you're
1: walking through the... I don't know where this... You know, you're going (laughs) through like the pet store and you're like, Mom, I want to take that one home. Yeah. That's me.
0: All right. David's (laughs) feeling a little weird tonight, so it's it's Okay. Um we are happy to report that barring some catastrophe we are tech error free this episode.
1: Yeah, but the thing is is our listeners wouldn't know that.
0: I know. We we just felt bad because we had some really good content last week planned and it just didn't come to fruition and we're sorry. Yeah. So, what have you been up to, man? The last week it's been a there was a holiday. So we had a little bit of time to game and do some some relaxing, some watching TV. Have you watched anything, played anything aside from Loki, uh, of course?
1: Well, you know what? I I recently for anyone that has uh, been following our Instagram, I recently got uh, some physical copies of No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2 for the Nintendo Switch. So I played a little bit of uh the first game. But uh I you know what I started? probably wouldn't you you're probably not ever gonna play this or be interested in it but uh I started Digimon Cyber Sleuth.
0: Digimon did you ever Digi- play any
1: of the Digimon games or like watch the series?
0: Yes Agumon I I used to have a toy Agumon that turned into Wargraymon.
1: Okay well then you know what I take back what I said I apologize.
0: Yes you should apologize <laughs> yeah sprinkling.
1: so I I bought the game a while ago. Cause I think Amazon had it for like 20 bucks. And I was like, you know what? I switch games retain their value more so than the same game on like PlayStation or Xbox. Mm-hmm. So I like to have a, a collection of switch games. And um, so I bought this one a while ago thinking I would eventually get to it. Cause I've always been interested in the Digimon series but never really played any of the games. Um, and a lot of people think that Digimon just copied Pokemon, but they actually came out well, Digimon came out after Pokemon.
0: They're but, also very different.
1: Yeah. The the only similar thing would be that they are little monster type things that you would collect in battle. But the Digimon games were more like they had fighting games and stuff like that. Um but uh, yeah, so I, I started playing the Cyber Sleuth, which is the first one in the series. And I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like the the catching mechanic isn't really a catching mechanic. It's not like traditional like Pokemon where you have to throw something and catch the, the creature. So when you f- fight, when you get into these like random battles, eventually you, you so you have to. Battle the Digimon so many times and y- your Digi device thing collects data on that specific Digimon. And then when you go back to your like lab, you can recreate and generate that Digimon, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. So like you don't have to worry about buying like catching devices and all that stuff because eventually you can just recreate the same um, the same Digimon. But it also encourages you to, like, get into random battles, right? Because you have to run into them so many times. But then the cool thing with Digimon that I noticed—I don't know if it's like this in every other game, but in, in these ones, you can um, evolve them and de-evolve them.
0: Well, yeah, that as, was the whole idea of Digimon, right?
1: Right. So it's like that's it's pretty cool. So you can get like the same, and obviously, like you you know this. Each like Digimon might have multiple branching evolution paths. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can uh, evolve one to in one path, then de-evolve it and then evolve it into it like another path. I like get I don't know. It seemed pretty cool. Like so uh, I've been playing that. Long story short.
0: Nice. I have not been playing that. I've been playing. I've been trying out Planet Coaster on co- like the console edition.
1: Mm hmm.
0: I wanted to say really nice things about it. And I think after getting used to it for a while, I probably will be able to, but the menus are so counterintuitive. Like if you were playing with a keyboard and mouse, sure. I get it. Cause point and click, mm-hmm. but it's like you want scenery and you're looking for a fountain, but you have to like tap through the menus. You can't just use like a cursor to get through all the different menus. It it becomes kind of like time consuming and annoying. Graphically, it looks incredible. Yeah. Like, um, we were just building random roller coasters on, like, uh, like in the sandbox, and then just riding them to see what they look like. And the game looks really, really cool. But it remains to be seen. I, I might do a a one minute review on TikTok for it.
1: Yeah, that that'll be interesting. Um, I have Planet Coaster on PC, and it it does play very differently on on computer. I think a lot of those games this is the the one thing about consoles is there's games that are made that work best on PC, but because console gamers are a very viable and very real source of income for developers. They'll always try and port games over to consoles that might not necessarily work very well. Do you remember like command and conquer, and stuff like that on uh, the N64 mm-hmm. and PlayStation, like uh, and and later on, you know, there's like other games that came out to 360, something like that like real time strategy games, which they they're okay, but they're not the greatest. And I think that uh, Planet Coaster is one of them, where it's it's not necessarily designed for consoles. Like it works, but it's not as intuitive as it should be. Um, what did you ever play zoo tycoon on the xbox one
0: uh no we've downloaded it but we never actually played it uh,
1: it's a lot of fun and it works extremely well on consoles in fact i prefer to play it using the controller than i do playing it on pc because it's just so much more enjoyable and like more intuitive.
0: Wait, so you're saying you enjoy it more on your PC or on Xbox?
1: Uh, Zoo Tycoon? Yeah,
0: 100%. Hmm.
1: I think it was designed to be an Xbox game or a game played with a controller. Whereas like there's games like uh Planet Coaster, which was designed as a PC game first. So it was designed with ke- mouse and keyboard controls. And then it was later ported to consoles. So then they had to change things around switch it up so to speak
0: Uh, i would um i would really like the opportunity to possibly play it on pc but i also understand that it's probably very expensive still all the planet games are like do you remember planet zoo when it came out and the hype Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm sure i can find a cost pretty quickly but uh you did say switch it up and Oh, you know what? Before we get into the mass Nintendo news from this week, hey, I want to quickly, yeah. Uh,
1: Planet Coasters on sale for fifteen bucks on Steam.
0: Damn! <laughs> and but then, the, but then
1: the complete bundle is on sale for fifty six dollars. Which Actually, is still pretty good. Bad. Yeah, that's pretty good.
0: Um, yeah. Where was I going? Oh, right. Thank you for derailing me. Yeah, David. no problem. Um, EA had a, a little bit of a rough week, eh? Just, Did he
1: have a little bit of a rough week?
0: I, it didn't have the greatest news. It turns out that uh, that company they bought, you know, Codemasters, all their leadership has departed within four months. So Codemasters CEO Frank S- Sagnier and the CFO Sagnier. Rashid uh, Varashia have left the company just four months after the acquisition. Hmm. Wonder what happened.
1: EA bought them. So here's uh I have to admit <laughs> something.
0: You have to admit something. I didn't
1: something? know that uh Codemasters was purchased by EA until um right now.
0: I swear we talked about it.
1: I we must have, but now like, I don't even remember.
0: It's okay though, because Clive Moody has taken over, and that guy sounds like he's a gangster that was put in place by EA.
1: Yeah, like Clive. It, Clive, <laughs> Clive is a like an old, ye old gangster name. Actually, Clive's <laughs> not a bad name. That's a pretty cool name. If I had a kid, I'd name him Clive.
0: Yeah, I can see it.
1: No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be allowed to.
0: <laughs> Come yes, on,
1: we We don't have say in the names of our our future children.
0: We. Yeah, it's true. That's what the hear. women
1: want you to think.
0: <laughs> Come here, Balthazar. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's why. That's why nicknames are there, right?
0: Also, um, I almost threw Planet Coaster in my cart, but it's seventy nine twenty seven Canadian.
1: Where are you seeing this? Steam. What are you talking about? It's on sale.
0: Buy Planet Coaster Complete Collection Bundle, sixty one percent off, seventy nine twenty seven Canadian.
1: Why does yours say oh you know what? I oh I think I own some of them already. Yeah. That's probably why.
0: Uh, just buy the base game. Yeah, I will.
1: It's fifteen I'm, bucks.
0: I'm literally doing it right now. Good man. Purchasing <laughs> for myself. This is the second time we've <laughs> we've talked about something on the podcast. By the way, the Sims Four, not terrible. Not terrible. Also. The Sims
1: Four just, is on sale for four dollars and seventy nine cents on Steam right now
0: yeah I played it on Game Pass for free.
1: I know I told you about that
0: yeah I know um, <laughs> so we'll we'll keep an eye on this codemaster story. We don't really know a lot, and e a is going to come out with some news, but they did say that their departures were always part of the plan, so they were more transitional pieces.
1: Now it could be that uh that was like part of like was did e a buy them out? like not like not the company but the the people that does right?
0: not say in this article i know but like
1: that could be something that went on behind closed doors you know um uh, that they were part of the ac- base part of the acquisition um agreement would be that they would leave i don't know
0: i mean who, it's who very knows? viable 100% viable
1: I can see, like, and Codemasters has made some very, very good games in the past. Um, What have they made?
0: They have made some (laughs) very, very good games, but we don't know.
1: I I know the logo. I know, yeah, like a lot of the dirt games. Project Cards. Like, lots of racing games, but they're very, a lot of their games were very, like, realistic in the sense. Well, yeah, they do a lot of
0: racing sims, right?
1: Yeah. Uh they've done some like MMOs RF Online way back in uh 2006 uh Bubble Bobble Revolution yeah H- Hospital Tycoon like they they expanded into like platform and like party games and some oh like the Overlord games
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah like a ton of stuff but um in the last I don't know 5 6 years Since what, I'm just looking, since 2011, more or less, 2009, a lot of their games have been racing. So they've kind of transitioned, it seems, just to the racing genre. And even that is between the F1 series, the dirt games, and that's really it. They Dirt, have-
0: unfortunately, is another game that's just sitting on my console. Like, I have not loaded up on the Series X because I got it on Smart Delivery. Mm-hmm. Just haven't played it yet.
1: They're they're not bad. I think if, the thing with racing games is that you have to be interested in the type of racing game first for it to be really enjoyable. I get you know, that. Uh, like the Forza series you know forza motorsport those are geared towards the people that want the racing simulation and like those racing games that take place on you know tracks that are man-made so to speak right whereas the forza horizon series is more geared towards the arcadey type uh players and who want to race in yes again real world's areas but also open environments kind of like in the natural world um with more exotic cars that are kind of like ridiculous right like so with the uh with the dirt series they are very arcadey and i think the dirt series is codemasters arcade that's the equivalent of forza horizon Mm -hmm. um but you also have to really like the what are they what kind of cars are those um like the rally cars yeah that's a is lot that of it dirt. Is? yeah um and i've i find like i'll i've played dirt 5 and i've played dirt 4 and it just feels like the same thing over and over again for me so that's why i'm not like too super excited for dirt 6 through 7 whenever they come out it's <laughs> all going to be the same thing. And and we know guaranteed like the next uh, now that EA owns Codemasters 2022 through to the rest of the future we're going to see back and forth between Dirt, Grid and the F1 series. And they're just going to get more and more kind of microtransaction
0: I was just going to say, so you like your racing games. Do you like cool logos like the Monster logo? Well, that'll be a $1.99. Whereas yeah. at least Forza has it for free.
1: Yeah, it, you know, hopefully it doesn't get into that. It's always kind of disappointing when you get a company that has been known to make some... Really good, kind of, really good games outside of a specific genre, and then you look at what they've done in the last like six years, and it's all just the same genre. That's fair. Um, now,
0: what if we were to flip this on top of its head and be like, what if you were a company that made the same thing pretty much year after year, and were supposed to be a leader in handheld devices, and then you? have all these rumors break about you coming up with a upgraded version of your console and your console is supposed to have a quote unquote pro edition according to the webosphere and Amazon and Walmart and then you announce that you've just upgraded the screen to an OLED yes my friends and david we're talking about the new Nintendo Switch
1: okay and let's take this. Let's, let's take this down a notch. All right. This I, is. I, I
0: haven't said anything negative yet.
1: <laughs> this is a meme, okay? You know the, uh, you know the meme from Arrested Development, where what's his name? I forget this is his name. Already a great analogy. He he's got the bag, the brown bag, and it says dead bird inside.
0: Oh, right? god!
1: And he opens it up, and he's like, "Oh, I don't know what I expected," right? This is exactly that Nintendo straight up said there's no pro console coming out
0: (laughs) and now people are pissed off. People are upset. Well, people are upset because like companies like Amazon had it leak.
1: They didn't have a pro system leak though. They had, they just had another, they had another Nintendo switch console and fair enough. People jumped to the conclusion that it was a pro console. I know that we talked about this, um, But am I surprised that Nintendo did not announce a 4K-capable Nintendo Switch? Yes. Not at all. I'm not.
0: You're not even a little surprised that they all. didn't have a 4K-enabled Switch?
1: Actually, no, not at all. I would have been more surprised if they actually did release a Nintendo Switch that was capable of outputting 4k
0: you're you're kidding right no
1: i'm i'm 100 serious
0: like i expected and like okay maybe this was too much for me to expect something out of a company that has been just making money hand over fist for years i expected at least a 4k output on the dock
1: you know what i expected a 1080p display handheld (laughs)
0: Well, you got that, I think. No,
1: no, it's no, still it's 720p. Right? Yeah, it's still 720p. So, reading some comments online, uh, th- there are a lot of people that are really upset about about the uh, new Switch model. Uh, but there's also people that have kind of analyzed Nintendo's history with their consoles and and handhelds. So, you look at... If we if we go back way back to their first handheld, the Game Boy, or I guess the f- the first sorry, the first um popular handheld that they have, right, because Game and Watch was technically a handheld as well. So we look at true. the Game Boy and it was out for uh, six or seven years. And then Nintendo released uh, the Game Boy Pocket, which was a uh, just like in a. Uh, an incremental advancement, right? The, they, they released the Game Boy Color, um, and those were also just like incremental uh, advancements to the actual handheld. It wasn't until the Game Boy Advance came out, and I think it was almost like 12 years later. Um, let me just double check this. Uh, that they That it was actually a generational leap. So Nintendo is also Nintendo's known for releasing these like m- kind of minute uh, details or sorry, uh, in- minute increases to systems just to kind of keep them relevant. Uh, you look at the Nintendo 3DS. How many iterations did that one have?
0: 3DS, 3DS XL, new 3DS, new 3DS XL. 2DS, which I still consider a 3DS.
1: Yep. And then the Nintendo DS itself.
0: Oh. So if fuck. you look
1: at the entirety of the Nintendo DS, so that includes the 3DS, right? And the
0: DSi.
1: So you had the DS, you had the DS Lite, you had the DSi, you, then you had the 3DS, then the 3DS XL, right? So there's all of these iterations. The 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 generational leap or change would have been the 3DS, right? Because it ha- it was... Uh, a more powerful system, but same form form factor, more or less.
0: Do you, do you remember when we went to, we got games in Ajax, Ontario shout yes. out to the, one of the coolest gaming stores we've been in. Do you remember how many iterations of just the 3ds we saw? Oh, there's, there's tons. Uh, yeah. Because Nintendo just reprints Or they just put skins on them and sell them for exorbitant prices Mm -hmm. because we're stupid. But sorry, that's what you were reminding me of. Go on. So so
1: if we look at the release times for the Game Boy itself. So the Game Boy came out in nineteen eighty nine. The Game Boy Pocket came out in nineteen ninety-six. That's seven years after the release of the Game Boy. It was it didn't have a color screen, it didn't have a backlight or anything like that. It was just a slightly smaller and slightly updated Game Boy. So then two years later, they came out with the Game Boy Light and the Game Boy Color. So again, another incremental update. It wasn't until another three years after that, 2001, that the Game Boy Advance was released. It's still part of the same Game Boy uh, family, but it was a generational leap, right? Because they went from 8-bit-ish to a 32-bit system, right? Something that could play the games on the equivalency of uh, the, the Super Nintendo. Um the Game Boy was discontinued. That that generation was discontinued in 2003. With the Game Boy S or Game Boy Advance SP, I think the Game Boy Micro came out in 2005. Um So Nintendo is no like they're they're not stupid. But why would they release a a a new system, right? When one there is a global shortage of microprocessors. And two, when the Nintendo Switch is still selling very 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 well.
0: Well, let me let me let me uh let me ask you some other questions. Or let me ask, answer your question with a question. Why do they have to? They don't. They don't even have to take into consideration the chipset. I had a conversation today about this and somebody was like, oh, well, maybe maybe the OLED switch isn't necessarily for people who already have the switch and want to upgrade. It isn't. I I, I was like, yeah, but all this switch OLED is going to do is it's going to lower the price of the original switch and put it out of production. So for the people who don't have Switches and don't want to spend $399, you might be able to get this for like realistically $250. You're probably not going to get it for $199 anytime soon.
1: Yeah, but Nintendo Nintendo is still maintaining the the current production of the version 2 Switch.
0: I'm not saying today, but I'm saying by the time Christmas rolls around, you are going to see a price drop on the original Switch or V2. Not by much, but you are going to see it. And there's only really three differences between the two consoles. They've added, what, uh, eight-tenths of an inch to the screen. So it's going from uh, 6.2 to 7 inches. The storage is doubled at 64. It's still expandable. And the battery level, the same, which is kind of shocking considering an uh, OLED should use a little bit more power. Or a little bit less depending on its design. A little bit
1: a little bit less, but, but it's size, a bigger screen, right? Yeah. So
0: And then the other really big one is like there's a wired LAN on the dock. Which you know what is pretty good because the, the Nintendo Switch's Wi-Fi sometimes isn't the greatest, but that's on the handheld unit. It's not out of the dock, anyways. So okay, that one I'm I'm okay with, sure. But for the double storage and Less than an inch difference, I don't care, like at all.
1: Yeah, like, and and that's the thing is, it's this is clearly not marketed to you or me who have a Switch and are perfectly content with it the way it is, right? Um, if you don't play always in handheld mode, then it doesn't really matter, right? Um, I have a five hundred twelve gigabyte SD card in my Switch, so. The 32 gig of uh, internal storage doesn't matter. The 64 gig internal storage. Wow, that's a mouthful. (laughs) Doesn't (laughs) matter on the new Switch. So this isn't marketed to us. It's not marketed to people who have a Switch currently. But I think, and there's a lot of people online who are, in the same mindset, I think this is just an incremental update and we can see, we can expect to see a switch to right. So, or a, a switch pro, so to speak in the next three years, I would say by 2025, if we don't have a new Nintendo console, whether it be in the same Nintendo switch family, like the, the equivalent of the, Uh, DS going to the 3DS or even the uh, 3DS going to the new 3DS right Um, if we don't have something like that by even like in the next like two years I'd be surprised Um, because with how Microsoft and Sony have both released their new gen consoles by 2025 those systems will be um very well on their way and Nintendo's going to need to keep up with
0: that visually. I think Nintendo's first big roadblock has already kind of hit because Pokemon snap was a little bit harder on the console and that was supposed to be one of their like newest games. Obviously games like the Witcher and doom don't look the greatest, but they've been downscaled enough that they work well on the switch. But well, and that's you, the thing that like- the galaxy dropping,
1: It's going to get to the point, though, where these games are going to be coming out on these other systems and they're going to look phenomenal, but they're either not going to run very well, if at all, on the Nintendo Switch, right? Or they're going to be, the graphics are going to be dumbed down so much. Like, if you look at The Outer Worlds on the Nintendo Switch, it looks horrible. Like, I would not recommend anyone buy that game on the Nintendo Switch with how bad it is. Digital Foundry did a comparison. And it is laughable. Like, it's amazing that they got that game running on the Switch hardware.
0: <laughs> Which but game would you prefer? The Outer Worlds on the Nintendo Switch or Cyberpunk on the PS4?
1: I'd rather play Cyberpunk.
0: Oh, what a grindy mess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no. Because at least, at least <laughs> Cyberpunk, I don't know, looks better. If you're going to play a game that's like. At least have one that is enjoyable to look at and funny with all the bugs. But that's not, it's just in the next few years, all of these games and the developers are going to be releasing games that push the limits of the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox series. And Nintendo's going to be left in the dust if they can't release a system in the next few years that has uh, a better processor and can output higher resolution. Um, they're just going to, their console is going to turn into the equivalent of what the 3ds ended up being in comparison to the home, ho- home console uh, experience. Yeah, Not saying that the 3ds was a that. bad system by any means. I spent thousands of hours using my 3DS, but it's not one of those. It was never one of those systems that you think this is my first choice of a system that I'm going to buy a game for.
0: Do do you know, it's funny because knowing what we know now, I did some research and I actually had no idea how old OLED technology was or is. And knowing what I know now, if I had the choice between the PlayStation Vita and the 3DS, it would 100% come down to content like what I wanted to play. But if two Mm -hmm. game or if the same game came out for both consoles, let's say like, shit, I don't even know if there'd be anything comparable. Maybe like a, a Spyro game or something. Call of Duty. No, but like realistically (laughs) it was probably like Spyro Um, or um, Skylanders. I would pick the Vita knowing what I know now. You know, the Vita was so ahead of its time. It had an OLED in it.
1: Yeah, man, I have one.
0: And you know They what? actually
1: changed. They actually changed like the uh, the 2000 model, like the second version. They, they changed the screens to uh, regular LCD because at the time, the OLEDs were too, like they were very expensive. So OLEDs have been around for a while. What was the Um, one
0: before the Vita called? The PSP. Yeah, I had one of those.
1: Yeah, I had one of those too. Um, OLED screens have been around for a very long time. Uh, But like anything, new technology is expensive. And when you are trying to produce something like for the masses, but also make a profit on it, you can't really have those really expensive components, even though uh, an OLED screen is going to look amazing. It's not necessarily cost effective. Nintendo's made a shit ton of money on the Nintendo switch, right? So they probably have so much money. Well, we know that Nintendo has like a, a ton of money just from the Wii, but they could lose money on the Nintendo switch, like on the new OLED models. But what it's doing is it's, a, it's lowering the cost of the technology, right? Cause the more that they produce, the cheaper it is to produce it. Yeah. So the problem with the Vita, when that came out is that it was expensive. It didn't really have the, a lot of support from uh, game developers uh and then also eventually sony didn't really support it themselves sony just kind of let it rot and <laughs> die a slow painful death
0: sony's such a weird company because like the ps vita has been trending for 2 days now and they just win like the battles nobody cares about like they show up they win a fight and then they leave <laughs> mm. and it's just it's funny in a in a sense to see like People actually looking at it and being like, yeah, the PS Vita is better than the Switch. Okay, where was this support seven years ago?
1: Well, it was there. Like, it was always there. But the thing is, is, like, they weren't loud about it because they there wasn't any issues. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this one sells for sure, because... Like I said, I think it's just a incremental update into what we will get in the next few years from Nintendo.
0: Yeah. It it gets it gets worse for you Nintendo fans though because uh and we'll we'll touch on it a little bit more uh in the coming weeks, but it sounds as if some support for virtual console is disappearing and additionally, what? Yeah, I was reading an article today, but I don't know enough so I don't want to kind of go any further, I just wanted to tease it out to the world. But Are it's you, a, essentially the, the gist of uh, uh, the gist <laughs> of the article was the lack of new content for a virtual console that used to thrive within the Wii and the Wii U uh, ecosystems has stunted the ability for the Switch to grow to even larger um, areas because they're not really supporting any of the they're not bringing back the old games that people will continually buy. Mm-hmm. but there's also such a stop gap. You remember like we got the Ness uh, virtual console and then it seemed like it was only months later, but it was probably a year or so. We got the super Nintendo one. They were mm-hmm. supporting it every week with new stuff. And then they were like, Oh, we're only going to do it every once in a while.
1: Yeah. And now I, don't I like check w- casually. And- I don't even remember when the last game that they put on there was.
0: So uh, essentially the gist of the article and, uh, uh, I do want to do a little bit more research because I thought it brought up some valid points, but I'd also like to look into it a little bit more. I think the community is starting to get really upset. And like David and I have said it countless times. We want to see some 64 games come over or maybe even some GameCube games. We've seen that it's possible with the Mario all-stars edition. Mm-hmm. We know that it can be done. We're not asking for all the triple a titles, but give us something like we mm-hmm. will invest in virtual console, five, $10 a game. You, you guys know, in a heartbeat, you guys could sell reign of Time for $19.99 and every single Switch owner would buy it. I, I, I'm fairly confident 95% of the Switch community would buy that to Yeah, play it on their Switch. Yeah. Right? So it, it's something interesting to follow for sure. But this article was something I clicked after I had read that there'll be no Netflix support on any Nintendo console. And they've t- they're taking it off the Wii and the Wii U, correct? Uh,
1: Well, yeah, the service is being discontinued on the Wii, Wii U, and the 3DS. Now...
0: I feel there's... so shitty for Switch users because it's such a... Like, it's perfect.
1: Yeah, it's, it is a good system to have as a kind of portable Netflix device. But I think the reason for discontinuing the service on the Wii, Wii U, and the 3DS is not so much that people aren't using it, but because those are such old systems, it's, uh, it's not worth updating and maintaining the apps on them.
0: Oh, I I'd 100% agree. Right? It just doesn't look good because Nintendo continually shies away from the whole, yeah, we don't want the Switch to become essentially a Netflix system. I'm wondering if if that's a legitimate worry. Like people like buy the console and then turn around and be like, well, I have it for Netflix. I'm not really playing games. I know that's not like, that's not really within Nintendo's control, but I, like I can tell you, we used to use Netflix on my Wii U all the time. mm -hmm. And it was great. Minus the fact that you could never turn off the screen of the Wii U. So you'd have to watch, like you could see it twice unless you turn the dock.
1: Yeah. Um, Back before I had my TV with like the built in Roku or whatever, uh, I ended up using my Xbox or my PlayStation majority of the time for Netflix or Amazon Prime. Um, Now that all of that stuff's built into my TV, I only ever use my consoles to actually play games.
0: Yo, it's very true. It's, it's, it's incredible how much it's changed. Like even like we have an Apple TV that probably has a few millimeters of dust on it right now. Cause we're not using it anymore because like, well with the air conditioning in our bedroom, it's like impossible to hear the TV anyway. So there's no point of having it on, but you're just not using it as much because we have the smart TV. We have Chromecast. We have all that stuff now. Mm-hmm. So it's just,
1: it's pointless. But I th- I think it would be good, like good for Nintendo. To allow Netflix or your Amazon Prime on their system,
0: that one seems to be the more viable one. If you would ask me,
1: Amazon Prime. Yeah, for like some Prime reason, Video? I just
0: I see that marriage working. Or could you imagine if it was exclusive to Disney Plus? That's hilarious. <laughs> well, like think but about it, it.
1: It makes more sense for them to have streaming services on their system, though, than uh, PlayStation or Xbox because it's one of those things that you can take and go with you. Right, so say someone's watching something on their TV on the Switch, and they have to go poop. Well, they can just undock their Switch and continue watching their stuff while they poop. <laughs> while they poop, right? Uh, it it just seems like a more realistic option for people to continue to use the system. Like, I'm I bet if Netflix were to release on the Nintendo Switch. You would see increased sales for the Switch consoles.
0: Well, yeah, I, I think so too because a like the the OLED will look better even if its output is 720p, but it also has a better kickstand. I think it'll look a little bit smoother, like even
1: on a screen that small, right? Like a well, six point eight inch screen, right? Like the original s- Switch size. Um. Watching a movie or a TV show or anything like that on a screen that size, you don't need a 1080p screen because you're not going to see the detail anyways in that picture. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it it's the perfect form factor for watching videos and watching content like that.
0: Hey, until what, two years ago, the average tablet size was eight inches. And on top of that, mo- the majority of tablets still out today are just above six inches. The average cell phone is 5.6 inches. Mm-hmm. And like nobody really bitches and complains when they watch them. Like I watch TV shows sometimes on my phone at lunch because it's convenient. Like that's all it really is to me. It doesn't really matter. But when you're staring at something, you don't really notice the size.
1: Yeah. Like uh, I have the Galaxy Tab S7 Plus plus. Um, and that is a hefty, hefty sized tablet. Um, the S seven plus is, what is it? Like 12.4 inches. That's a pretty decent size screen, but that's bigger than uh,
0: mine. I have a 10.4 iPad air.
1: Yeah. It, and, you know, honestly, like that screen, it looks amazing to watch videos and stuff like that on it, um, and play playing games and stuff like that. But for portability, you know, that's too big for me to really lie in bed and watch anything on there.
0: Yeah, that'll hurt, that'll hurt when it smacks you in the face.
1: <laughs> I would uh, be lying if I said that didn't happen already.
0: <laughs> All right. So before we get into our highly teased game, let's take a look at a few games that are coming out in July that we wanted to hit on before they were released. Now, um, we've had a, a typically slow start to the month, so that's okay. First game that really catches our eyes comes out... Uh, July 8th, which is Sam and Max. This time it's virtual. Sorry, VR users. It's only for the Rift and the Oculus. It looks really cool. If you guys saw the VR, um, what would you call that? The VR showcase?
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: It's just like a Sam and Max escape room with multiple levels, which looks pretty cool. Yeah.
1: For uh, Nintendo fans, though, there's uh, Layton's Mystery Journey. Catrell and the Millionaire's Conspiracy DX+. Uh, this, again, is a uh, Nintendo port.
0: Wow, I that's guess. like most of July <laughs> coming up.
1: Yeah. Uh, but the the Layton games, I doubt you've ever played them.
0: Professor Layton? Yeah. <laughs> <Did> you, <laughs> I have played one. I had okay. to review it.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Um, like, you know, these are good puzzle games, so the fact that they are updating the graphics and everything that for the Nintendo switch is actually really cool. Um, they did the same thing with like the Phoenix Wright games. Like there's the Ace Attorney trilogy that was released on the Nintendo switch uh, a few years ago. And there's a new one coming out. Same kind of idea, right? So for Nintendo owner, I'm not sure when the new one's coming out. I think it's, uh, comes out August or something like that. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Layton's mystery journey. that will be a good one
0: yeah it, it looks good <laughs> continuing on with I believe this one's a port it's Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin
1: no that's not a port that's or is a, this one uh, new that's a sequel
0: a sequel those aren't that's allowed
1: a sequel to Monster Hunter Stories 1
0: well then there you go um, I'm going to put that on the whole I'm going to hard pass it because I don't play those games
1: yeah I know,
0: and as you guys know, for those who need refreshers, it's pre-order, it is wait for review, bargain bin or hard pass, and in our monthly game reviews, we pretend game pass doesn't exist to be fair, which kind of makes no sense as now, as of now. <laughs> um, there's two games coming out on the sixteenth. One, I think, is going to do incredibly well, and it's not the one you think I think it is. Or, yeah, you would think I think it is. So, there's two games coming out. It's The Legend of Zelda, Skyward Sword HD for the Nintendo Switch. Ding, ding, ding. Here comes another port. I think that will do well. F1 2021 for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and the Xbox Series X and Windows by Codemasters. Hey, they make other games. I think this game is going to fly off the shelves because of the F1 boom. Hmm. I don't know if you've seen this this phenomenon that's happened over the, the global Panini, but F1 has become incredibly popular because of Drive to Survive, the documentary, and the fact that that was one of the only sports running for the last year. And people are into this shit. They are eating it up. I would not be surprised if this is a minor home run for EA. I think this game is going to do incredibly well, and it could be one of the sales leaders for the month. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's, it's, the sport is insanely popular now.
1: I'm i interested to see how uh, Skyward Sword HD sells. Um, because there's a lot of people that are really upset. Every time Nintendo releases or announces a port of a Wii U game or a Wii game, they get all mad because Nintendo's charging $60 for this game that was already released. But there's there's a ton of people that have never played the, the game,
0: including myself.
1: I have never played it. I have it. I have it for Wii, or I did have it, but I never really played it. Um, I just, I don't know. It just won that. Um, I think by the time it came out, it was kind of at the end of the Wii's life cycle. And yeah, it just, a lot of people missed it. So, I'm, it also looked
0: complex by a control standard.
1: Yeah, yeah, it did actually. Uh, I am probably going to pick up Skyward Sword HD because here's a hot take: I'm not a big fan of Breath of the Wild.
0: That's <laughs> uh, not a hot take. You've told me this.
1: I know, but uh, I I think I just wanted to. Pl- I want to play something that has that classic Zelda gameplay.
0: Do you want a, a hotter take? I believe the Zelda franchise is overrated. Okay. That's hotter. <laughs> because like I mean, well, like you see all those posts where it's like you could you can only keep 3 of these game franchises. Not a lot of people keep Zelda, but everybody's like, "Yo, why didn't you keep Zelda?" You know? Mhm. Like okay, I get it, but like if you were to pick three game franchises to keep and all others had to go away, what would you pick right now?
1: Um, probably Final Fantasy.
0: Okay, Obviously Yakuza, because you get like eight games you're never going to finish. No, no.
1: <laughs> I've finished more than... Well, there's only eight games in the series. Well, there's nine in West. I've finished uh, three... One, two, three of them. So, ha...
0: <laughs> you beat
1: me. Um. Yeah. You know. I would almost say the Yakuza games, just because they're so much fun. There's lots to do with them, and I don't know. I it, it's hard to say. Like uh, maybe Legend Zelda.
0: Oh, you would keep Zelda? No, I'm just joking. Probably not Legend Zelda. Mario See? Kart, something like that. So Mario Kart would only be Mario Kart. It wouldn't encompass the rest of Mario.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah just Mario Kart. Fair. Like the Mario Kart series.
0: Uh, I would say Grand Theft Auto, Pokemon, and Fallout as franchises I would keep, and everything else could disappear. And I understand, without Mario, there is no Pokemon, but whatever. It's, it's my game.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. What's coming out? What What else is coming out?
0: Uh, so a lot of little guys coming out, a tiny little game called Microsoft Flight Simulator,
1: well, that game already came out. I know.
0: It's just dropping on Xbox Series X.
1: Oh, there you go. The same day as the Great Ace Attorney Qua- Qua- The Great Ace Attorney Quanticles. Uh That is the next game in the, oh, Phoenix, yeah. the Phoenix Wright series. But this is like a prequel. So it takes place like in ye old England in Japan. Uh, which seems pretty cool. The yeah. This one. Chernobylite. It's a Windows
0: survival game by All in Games and the Farm 51.
1: Stupid survival games are all the same. Um what else? The 29th we get Blaster Master 03
0: and the game that nobody knows the release date, Pokemon Unite. I think it's randomly going to drop on like a Tuesday.
1: Oh yeah, it's going to be like next week go- sometime. Nintendo's going to release a trailer and it's gonna be like available now.
0: You wanna know my actual guess? Yes. Is I think it's either gonna release on July 8th or July 22nd. Why is that? Because what does Nintendo always do? They I, I don't know. They look at news cycles and they want to be the news. PlayStation, whatever the hell they're gonna call this stupid thing. PlayStation Forward? is this state week, of play state of play and then you have um the ea play coming out this month i would pick one of those two days and be like ha, 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 ha. you're releasing you're announcing stuff but pokemon unite is what people are talking about that's what i would do if i were nintendo uh, yeah like especially for the ea one <laughs> like yeah, yeah suck on this potentially so david do you want to play a game sure not table talk, but like a regular game. So we here at the scene on screen podcast, like our movies, and we've read the comments, we've got the messages and you guys want us to talk about more movies and TV. And we understand that sometimes David and I get a little bit into the news cycle and we only focus on whatever is popular. So at the time it could be video games and like the last few months, that's what it's been
1: in our defense though. There hasn't been a whole lot of movies in the last uh, year and a half.
0: Yeah, can't really go to everything when they're closed.
1: Yeah, they, they keep be getting delayed.
0: So I made a comment a few weeks ago about the Fast and the Furious 9. And somebody kind of asked me, they're like, oh, what's your deal with The Rock? And David and I talked about it. and We're like, you know what? He's going to be the subject of our first game. And our first game of our new series called Cash or Crap. We're going to make a jingle. Be really fun. But for now, we're just working on it. So, first thing, what you need to know is The Rock. Famous pro wrestler, famous actor, dabbled in TV, likes to direct. Also thinks he's the center of the goddamn universe. And he will call you a jabroni. And he says, do you smell what The Rock is cooking?
1: I never have smelled what he's cooked.
0: Yeah, I wonder what he did cook. Just a big old can of whoop-ass on on you, son. Throws a table. So... The argument has started uh, with The Rock, and it's a fairly well-known argument, that he is more of a quantity actor over a quality actor, and he's made some news recently, especially with the filming being done or concluded of Black Adam, which is his new superhero DC movie. Um, the, the Rock got a little chatty, like he does, and he's like, oh, I've got to make the Snyder verse happen. I will bring the Snyderverse back. I'm mad at the WB for not allowing the Snyderverse. I will take DC on my back. Okay, hold up. Mr. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Who the fuck are you? I get that you're a big movie star and you're a mega movie actor. But I just looked at your resume and David and I are about to go through it. And we're going to tell you whether or not you deserve to. To make these calls, make these claims.
1: We're going to decide what The Rock is cooking.
0: Yeah, it could be scrambled eggs, or it could be fucking back bacon. Who knows? So, the way this game is, uh, is played is simple. We've picked randomly just his movies. We didn't pick his TV shows. We left Ballers out. We left Young Rock out. I Little Rock. Young Rock? Yeah. We've left his TV shows out, and we've left production things like Fighting With Family. Or, and we also left anything he appears as himself, including television and movie appearances. Why did we do that? Because we wanted to make it as fair as possible. We Mm. picked, I think it was like 12 random movies. And we're going to decide whether that movie was cash in the bank or just crap. Now, cash in the bank doesn't have to necessarily mean it was a blockbuster. Because you could pick a movie coming out that could be a huge blockbuster. But for lack of a better term, A cash-in-your-pocket movie is going to be a movie like, and we'll use this as an example, Fast Five, which introduced The Rock to the franchise of Fast and the Furious. However, it also caused a lot of other problems and a rippling effect. That's a cash-in-the-bank kind of movie. A crap movie would have been something like, uh, oh, did you delete some movies? I did not. Uh, The Rundown. It's not on this list, but it was just a crappy movie where The Rock had to go get Sean William Scott.
1: Well, that was one of his first movies, too. True.
0: 100%. right? of like His first
1: standalone movies.
0: But, also not great. There's other movies that we left off, like uh... Damn, I can't even think of it. What's the stupid one with the monkey? Rampage.
1: That movie was actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, but it was crap. See, this is why we're playing the game. So let's start off at the beginning of his career. So... We went with the standalone The Scorpion King because he wasn't a top-billed actor in The Mummy Returns, but we decided that this would be a good place to start. For me, I would say this movie was cash in the bank. It took advantage of a really good um, franchise, but it also kind of killed the rest of the franchise.
1: It it was the death of the franchise.
0: Yeah, didn't they talk about doing a Scorpion King 2 and then it didn't happen or there was one and no, it was there just was awful.
1: A, there was a Scorpion King 2 and it was it was horrible the problem with the Scorpion King is that it was only made because the rock was the Scorpion King in the mummy 2 yes. and it was a, a cool it was a cool concept at the time you know he was just breaking into movies and stuff like that so this was Brendan Fraser is what made the Scorpion or the mummy movies good. And they had this new upcoming actor, you know, the rock. He was still the rock at the time. He wasn't really known as Dwayne Johnson. In he was films, billed as
0: the rock in this film,
1: right? Uh, because the studios, ever, people who liked him as a wrestler, they were like, Oh, that's, that's cool. And then they made this movie and it just kind of ended the, the franchise. You know, the the mummy movies never came like there was no mummy movies afterwards. There was the Scorpion King 2. And then years later, recently we got the Mummy are uh, trying to reboot the franchise uh with uh our, our good pal Tom Cruise.
0: Oh and, yeah.
1: Right? And that didn't even do well. And I think that's because of the, the rock.
0: I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I just think mummies are out. Th- yeah. In 2017, you, like
1: you don't like a yummy mummy.
0: I think in 2017 <laughs> it was all like vampires and shit, right? Like the superhero wave aside, still like,
1: it's still like zombies and shit.
0: All right, so yeah. we we agree, or do we digress? Are we saying it's crap, or are you saying it's cash?
1: Oh, I'm saying it was crap to begin with.
0: Nice. Okay, so that's one we've agreed on crap. Number two, Walking Tall. Crap. I actually like this movie. I thought it was a good standalone film.
1: Yeah, it's a man that was going... It's a revenge film.
0: Yeah, he was a sheriff that was done on wrong.
1: Yeah. Uh.
0: I always forget the... Oh, it was Neil McDonough plays the bad guy. And he's just an awesome bad guy. So I'm okay with it.
1: Again, this was one of his movies where he was... It was one of his earlier movies. He was breaking out into more of a... cinematic
0: it was more of a serious role too right yeah opposed to some of his like later attempts which are a little bit more um i think he attempts to do comedy a little bit but it Mm -hmm. also kind of fails a little bit i give this one a catch one i thought this was a really well done movie for him and it's kind of what made people believe in the rock he also wasn't Super large at the time. Like he wasn't. He wasn't like that big swollen rock that no, we see no. now, right? Like he, he was like a genuine actor at the point or at that point. And like Johnny Knoxville was in that movie. he's was, was a pretty decent movie. I give it a cash.
1: I still give it a crap.
0: Okay, so a digression. So we'll just call that even. How about Doom? The video game <laughs> movie
1: uh, I remember when this was advertised, and they were showing off the first person scenes in that movie, yeah, uh and everyone went because it's like, oh my God, they're making a video game based movie with the whole first person viewpoint, and it that's gonna be so cool, and you know what, it was pretty cool. <laughs> The movie itself sucks. Like a lot of movies when you look back at it from like the early uh 2000s. Uh but that was that was pretty damn cool. Uh, and the thing is, is that first person scene was only like 5 minutes and it was like at the end of the the movie.
0: I I just want to to let you know that that movie is his lowest rated movie on Metacritic.
1: Oh, I believe that because it's a video game based movie.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's bad. <laughs> He's uh, that was uh, I want to say a that's f- 34. <laughs> oh, no, you poor rock guy. Wow. Uh, Walking Tall was given a 44. So, yeah, maybe it was crap. And the Scorpion King, just so you have an idea, is a 45. I, I think we're uh, starting to smell a trend here.
1: Yeah, and it's smelling kind of poopy.
0: Let's talk about the game plan, shall we? Um, the Rock plays a babysitter of sorts to a young Madison Pettis, and he's uh, he wears a tutu and plays football. It's a very yeah, rock movie.
1: So this movie, uh, all all muscly men actors eventually go down this route. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger did it with Kindergarten Cop. Um. Sylvester Stallone did it with "Stop or My Grandma Will Shoot." <laughs> I think he did another one. Um, and and The Rock did this. There was who did the Tooth Fairy? Someone. Uh,
0: the Tooth Fairy was was that The
1: Rock or was that? Um,
0: I think it was also John, The Rock.
1: Was that John Cena?
0: No, John Cena does something else. Oh, it was The Rock. It had to be. Come on, what what year was that? What, um, come on, Sean. Two thousand and ten.
1: Yeah, that's the Rock.
0: <sighs> he did two of them. Oh my god! I'm, I'm just got- giving the game plan crap. It wasn't like I think what we see in this movie and the race to Witch Mountain is they were still trying to figure out what the Rock was. They were like, "Are you an action star? Are you trying to an- figure
1: out what he was cooking?"
0: Are you going to be the face of family franchise movies? And the answer to both of those questions is yes. Is kind (laughs) of. I'm giving both movies uh, a solid, smelly
1: crap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%.
0: Like, he, he's got
1: such a punchable face in <laughs> these early movies.
0: But you can't punch him because he wouldn't feel it. No, he wouldn't. All right. So here's where we put an asterisk. Obviously, Fast Five introduced him to the franchise, and he was considered a top bill get. Um, I love the Fast franchise, but I understand that they're not great movies. Fast Five is the the one where they do the bank heist in Brazil through the police station. Mm -hmm. it's pretty freaking sweet. If you like action movies, cars, explosions, this movie is for you. If you are looking for an in-depth story, you've picked the wrong franchise. I don't know why you started watching the movie in the first place, let alone getting to the fifth one. If you're a big rock fan, he wears tight Under Armour shirts, which is another thing I've noticed (laughs) about The Rock. He (laughs) always wears his own brands in the movies.
1: Oh yeah. Why wouldn't he?
0: I guess because he can.
1: Yeah. Um, The thing is, is like this really... I think this movie spearheaded him as being the 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 modern day G.I. Schwarzenegger, Stallone muscly man in in action films.
0: <laughs> We're going to coin it muscly man.
1: Right? Like he he was huge in that movie, but he wasn't the good guy.
0: The the word is swole. And he was the good guy. He was the cop. No, but. He was trying to detain them.
1: He, yeah, he played a cop. So he was a good guy, but he wasn't the good guy. You know, he was trying to stop Don. Don. Taren, Don Tarento or whatever. Toretto. The family Toretto, man. The family man from doing this and like they have good intentions right they want money so that they can live happily ever after but have you seen this movie yeah I've seen it
0: their intentions are literally just to rob this guy because he fucked everybody over
1: I know I was just trying to put a nice spin on it but still like you you watch the fast movies because you are rooting for these guys like the the, oh you
0: want the criminals to win absolutely
1: so it's yes the rock was the bad guy in that movie because he was the one thing trying to stop them. But then if you look at a lot of the movies after that, that he's been in, he is the big muscly man.
0: <laughs> so, so before we do that, Fast Five, are you saying cash or crap? I'm saying cash because it oh. it's a huge movie.
1: Cash. Cash money.
0: Finally, he has a cash on the board. Um, Now but, you said, but hold
1: up <laughs> another asterisk. And it's not because of him, though. <laughs> that movie is cash because of every other reason. It's a Fast and Furious movie, which are known to be ridiculous, but they're great.
0: Yes. Except, I haven't seen the new one yet, but apparently they go to space.
1: I don't Wait, even know how that's possible. I thought, the new one's, I thought the new one's not out yet.
0: It's in theaters. It's not digital.
1: Wait, it's in theaters like right now?
0: Yeah. We're Shit, gonna, we can't even can't, We're probably going go to go to uh, the drive-in and see it. Oh, and nice. then get a speeding ticket when we leave. Yeah, of course. Because obviously the adrenaline will just be pumping. Um, all right. We have a few more movies to get through before we end. Um, Pain and Gain, where he's a big muscly man. He's also a bad guy in this movie. But he's because- not
1: a bad guy. He's a dumb guy. He's stupid. He's actually so funny in that movie because he's so dumb. But also, the thing is, is that movie is based off true story. And again, he's not the main character. He is actually a tertiary character in that. So... That he, movie is cash money. Yeah, he was
0: he was top bill, or he was one of the top bills, so I had to put it on here.
1: Yeah, like that movie is so good because it's so ridiculous. Like, now,
0: who sold the movie? Was it The Rock, or was it the fact that it's Mark freaking Wahlberg?
1: Oh, Marky Mark, 100%. Like, that's his movie.
0: Mark Wahlberg could be in a movie about Jell-O, and people would be like, yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah. He was in two movies with a teddy bear. <laughs> people were like, yes. No. Yeah. You're you're getting <laughs> awful excited. You've you've said cash money now twice. Yeah, I, I don't think you can say it three times in a row. I don't think it's possible, solely because of the hairpiece that The Rock wore and the 2014 non-biopic Hercules.
1: Cash money, Huh. in the bank.
0: Really, you liked it?
1: No, it was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: <laughs> it's crap money in the bank. Um, next up, I'm not. I don't even want to talk about Hercules. It was such a bad movie. Because he was like, Oh, I want to be Brad Pitt now. I want to uh I want to do it. I want to be Hercules. The next movie yeah, I actually exactly didn't exactly like that. That's what he sounded like. <laughs> the problem with the next movie I have is spoiler alert. There's a sequel coming. We're talking about the 2015 movie San Andreas. Which is about the um oh what's it called? The San Andreas like rift that happened. Uh Do you know know what that's actually called? The San San Andreas.
1: Is it the San Andreas fault?
0: Yeah, the fault. Thank you. Fault. Fault. You're a fault. Anyways, it's based on a true story, but also the action scenes are ridiculous and the city floods and somehow the rock saves everybody. Yeah, it's an entertaining movie. It's not something you have to rewatch. And for that, I would say it's probably crap more than cash. It's not a quality movie.
1: No, this was totally a cash grab movie.
0: Well, it has to go under the cash category because it got a sequel. That's kind of the rules of the game, apparently. The next movie by far is his highest rated film. He is a animated character. He's not even the full main character, but I think he is the top build or the most famous actor in the film.
1: Hold on. He's not normally animated.
0: Yeah, he's always a cartoon. <laughs> um I, I'm actually gonna look at the billing to see where he lands. I think there's no way he's below Oh, he is. He is below the little girl. He is a second build actor in the 2016 movie Moana. It's cash it it it's nothing but but it's yeah, not but using his talent it's using his it's, voice it,
1: it's cash not because of him though yeah. you know that's like a fast five scenario
0: it was the right like here's the thing to draw in adults to be like hey the rock did an animated film cool but do you think the 5 year old that's watching this movie repeatedly knows who the rock is no they know who maui is he's a cartoon that looks like the rock
1: <laughs> Mhm. But the the thing is Moana that's a Pixar film, right?
0: It's still one of Disney's most popular films ever.
1: Um you don't need big massive big named actors to uh to draw in adults to watch these movies.
0: No, oh, no this is not Chick. This
1: is this isn't Pixar. It's just Walt Disney Pictures. Yeah, it's still, it's Disney. Yeah. Um, these movies are going to draw in actors or draw in adults just as much as they draw in younger crowds because these movies appeal to a lot of people of all ages.
0: But Disney and Pixar are known to bring in like a marquee actor. Oh
1: yeah, one hundred percent.
0: Like Cars had Owen Wilson, Toy Story Tim Allen. Wow, wow, jet skis. Wow. <laughs> um. I, I'm easily going to say that's cash in the bank. We only have four movies left. And these ones are all over the place. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Obviously, cash
1: money. Oh,
0: easily cash money.
1: Movie was so good. Surprisingly good. But not all because of The Rock.
0: No. I think the, he,
1: it was equally carried by all of the actors involved.
0: I was going to say something completely different. <laughs> Ooh, I like it.
1: What were you going to say?
0: I actually think, like, yes, The Rock Rock definitely made himself a focal point in the movie. It was his movie. I believe he might have also been one of the producers on the film. Kevin Hart, Jack Black, and Karen Gillan carried that film. I think The Rock was a very good piece. He is the top bill on this movie. He is also the top bill on the sequel. Right. They use the same four actors for both and Nick Jonas. Mm -hmm. But if the rock and Kevin Hart didn't have previous chemistry from central intelligence and Jack black, wasn't just the funny man that he is. I don't think the movie would have done as well because so many people were worried about this classic film from like our generation's childhood being destroyed by an actor who just wants to make a quantity of films. I was pleasantly surprised. I will give it the cash money seal of approval. But for me, if it wasn't all four of them, especially Jack Black. I don't know. Like the second one wasn't as good as the first and they're making a third one.
1: Well, the second one was still pretty good, though.
0: Yes, but I'm saying wasn't as good.
1: The second one, like they're like pizza.
0: I can't (laughs) wait till we do Ryan Reynolds on one of these. <laughs> yeah. Deadpool 1 versus Deadpool 2. Baywatch.
1: Again, cash money, but not because of the rock.
0: The movie was bad.
1: The movie was bad.
0: So it's crap. It's not cash.
1: But no, no. It it was good enough though that it was enjoyable.
0: But you depended on zach Efron and Alex Daddario. Yeah, that's what made it sexy centerpieces to the movie to like draw people in. Again, when we're playing this game, we're arguing cash versus crap. And if you're saying cash and I'm saying crap, it's a stalemate and it doesn't get any points. All right. Which I'm okay with, because I don't think we should uh, reward him for mediocre movies when the TV show was mediocre enough and it lasted for like six years.
1: This is true. Speaking of mediocre,
0: this is the rocks first international release film. So I'm talking like the massive you you've made it like Jumanji did release in a lot of countries, but it wasn't the worldwide premiere skyscraper was and my God,
1: what a terrible movie. It was bad skyscraper. It was literally just like a, a re-imaging of Die Hard.
0: But the guy had one leg and jumped from a crane to a skyscraper.
1: so someone someone on Reddit calculated how fast he'd have to be running to be able to jump that far and and land where he did uh, and he would have to be running with his his prosthetic leg at like fifty three miles an hour off of that off of that crane it's so stupid that movie was so dumb so dumb so you're saying crap as well yeah
0: uh finally in the movie category for the rock we are going to talk about hobbs and shaw the 2019 buddy cop style film which was a offshoot not sequel but part of the fast franchise universe kind of prequel this movie. Well, it wouldn't be a prequel because it was after fast eight where they interacted Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, This film almost destroyed the fast franchise. And to go back a little bit in fast eight, the rock and Vin Diesel refused to like shoot scenes together. They had private meetings trying to like stop the animosity because the rock does what the rock does. Tries to take over the movie And Vin was like, yo, this was like mine and Paul's dream. Paul's not here anymore. You're not taking over for Paul. Mm -hmm. Get out of here. And like Tyrese was like, I'm not going to be in the next movie if The Rock's there. And he was calling him Dwayne. It was this whole big like dramatic thing. With that being said, The Rock catches a helicopter with a fucking chain. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty good action movie if you look at it face value as you wanted to see an action movie it's cash the movie made a ton of money but it was also decent for what it was it didn't try and be more than it could be
1: i um i honestly cannot comment on this one i have not
0: seen it and the cash wins <laughs> <laughs> so that is we'll, we'll call that one a cash We'll say Jumanji was a cash Moana San Andreas pain and gain and fast five. That is five out of 12 movies. Oh boy. Did we pick a good actor to start this game with? And now I'm kind of worried. What are your expectations for black Adam? Is San Andreas two going to like, what's what's even going to happen in that movie?
1: Well, San Andreas two is going to suck. We know that big trouble in little China. That's probably gonna suck too because
0: I'm so confused by this one.
1: The 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 expectations are gonna be very high. I think they're trying to I think they're trying to pull another Jumanji. Right, where they take a movie that was loved by a lot of people, a cult classic, and re image it. Um and I think they're going to I think they're gonna ruin it.
0: Are they gonna do it with the same like characters and stuff or is it going to be like a brand new story
1: i think they're going to have to do a brand new story just to try and make it enjoyable because if it isn't a brand new story if it's not new characters and stuff like that they are going to have to deal with everyone comparing it to the original and when they do remakes like that a lot of the times the, it's just disappointment.
0: And I mean, he's no Kurt Russell.
1: No, no, he's not
0: like, I th- I think when we see the rock and his, his wife beater and tiny little machine gun, we're going to be like, where'd you pick up that toy? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing man? Yeah. All right. What about black Adam? What do you think is going to happen? Because I, I know black, black Adam is that, is that like the, subject- the
1: Marvel, is that the Marvel one? Or is that DC DC? Well, there you go. There's your answer.
0: <laughs> but the rock says it's going to be the greatest DC franchise movie. Is, it does have some decent that part of
1: it. is Black Adam part of the Shazam.
0: Yes, it's more Shazam than Snyderverse.
1: So, here's the thing. I have a feeling that it, that is going to run off the popularity of Shazam. And Shazam was one of the first very successful DC movies.
0: It might've actually been, if we're not counting Tim Burton, Batman's or Christopher Nolan, Batman. Okay. If we're talking modern day DC films, then yeah. yeah, it's the best one.
1: Right. Um, and I think that's because in Shazam, they took a lot of chapters from Marvel's book and didn't take themselves too seriously. Had a lot of fun with it. And, made a movie that was just overall enjoyable. I also um,
0: argue the cast was perfect.
1: Yeah, the cast was very good and they actually didn't um, completely negate things that happened in the original um, source material. But with I, that being said, we know what the rock likes to do. He likes to take things that are popular and make them his own. So, this this could go either way.
0: Well it says the plot is unknown. It's a spin-off of Shazam centering on the film's anti-hero, Black Adam.
1: Yeah, it could it could really go either way. We could get a Hobbs and Shaw, or we could get a uh we could get a Jumanji.
0: See, Hobbs and Shaw was again surprising because the expectation was okay in Fast Eight. Shaw kind of turned from bad guy to good guy. And everybody really liked that kind of like that face turn, right? It wasn't a heel turn. It was a face turn. And people were like, man, I love movies with Jason Statham. Jason Statham is a good actor and he compliments people well. And I actually thought he complimented Vin Diesel very well. And then he went and it was like the whole movie of Hobbs and Shaw. I don't know if you've seen it or not. But it was a lot of like just back and forth, and it was a pissing match. But Jason Statham's funny because he's British, so that's kind of like where I sat with that. I don't. I just I have such low expectations for Black Adam because ADC's hurt me so many times that it's 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 really just a bad relationship at this point. But. He's so fixated on trying to fix the quote unquote Snyderverse and rebooting it, and like, oh, you got to rehire Henry Cavill. You need to not get rid of, not have a Black Superman. Why didn't you hire me for Black Superman? I'm assuming that's what he was thinking. Probably. Um, and then like Ben Affleck's like, I don't want to do the Batfleck film anymore. And Robert Pattison's like, please don't do the Batflick film. You, I'm making a Batman movie right now. Leave me alone. Gal Gadot's probably not coming back to DC because Warner's all upset because she tweeted about Israel. Mm. And the guy who played Cyborg was like, uh, Joss Whedon was an asshole. I don't want to even act anymore. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, what a goddamn disaster.
1: I'm upset that we're not going to get a, a dark, Affleck Batman.
0: Oh, but- with um. Who is the Joker for that one? The Joker, yeah, from uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, what's his name? It's not Joaquin Phoenix, is it? No,
1: no, 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 it's not. Jared it's, Leto. Uh, Jared Leto. No, not him.
0: I. Yeah. We live in a society. <laughs> well, he's not available anymore. Um, yeah, so we want to know what you guys think. What do you think of our new game, cash or crap? Tell us the actors you want us to rip on because you know what? Fuck it. We will rip on absolutely anybody because it's fun. And we're here for entertainment premises. I do think we will do a Ryan Reynolds one sometime soon though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like that, that could be pretty interesting.
0: I think it would be dramatically fun. Now yeah. we do have a special treat for you guys. As we wrap up, we are going to um, first let you know that you can find us on Instagram or your favorite podcatcher, catcher, uh, Facebook as well. And you can also find our friend Dream Soda on iTunes and Spotify. He's going to play us out with a little bit of a clip of his new single Beach Day, which will be released on July 9th, available both on iTunes and Spotify, right? Yeah. Excellent. Well, for myself and my good friend David here, we want to thank you guys for listening and have a wonderful night or week or whatever you want. Right, David? (laughs) Yeah, whatever. (laughs) David says peace. Peace.